Unlimited Influence podcast, episode 58. The biggest benefit from having your own business is freedom, the freedom to work when you choose, to create the income you want and to create your perfect life. The reality is it's not always easy though, so it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Join us in my free Facebook community at The Freedom Fast Track and surround yourself with a network of business owners and entrepreneurs who are out there walking their talk just like you. The Freedom Fast Track, because it's time to take your business and life to a whole new level. everyone, Samantha Riley here, and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Simon Crow. Simon coaches and mentors inspiring people and helps them come alive. He takes people on life-changing adventures into their heart and soul and helps them connect to their deepest purpose. His passion is creating partnerships with influential entrepreneurs, leaders, and humanitarians, and co-creating visions that positively impact people's lives. Welcome to the show, Simon. Thank you so much, Samantha. So excited to have you on the show today. I'm just having my morning coffee, but I believe where you are, it's not quite breakfast time. Where where are you? (laughs) So I'm in South London uh, in the UK and looking out of my curtains really on on a dark, dark evening. Yeah, 11 o'clock where you are, sun's coming up where I am. So, uh, yeah, but it's, it, it's awesome that in this day and age that we can connect here and, and do our thing from opposite sides of the world. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a fabulous thing. To, to I have clients all over the world and I, I really love that, that aspect of, of technology. Oh, totally agree. So, anyway, that was a super brief intro. I'd love you to pull back the curtain and give us a sneak peek into more about who you are and what makes you tick. So I'm a coach, although I've, I've kind of gone off using the word coach in recent years, primarily because when I say the word coach, people's eyes start to glaze over. <laughs> but if I start to talk, yeah, if I start to talk about my passion and the partnerships that I create with people, it tends to get them a little bit more energized. I've been coaching for 10 years. Prior to that, I was working in an adult education. I had a job as a, as a manager for about eight years. I ran a very successful team. And it was a really interesting journey because I, I got to the point where in managing that team, I lost all sort of sense of my, of my value, I suppose. The team was really effective. It was running really efficiently. And I really didn't have very much to do. And I started to get quite low. I didn't enjoy going into work. I didn't really know how to, to change uh, the, the, the role that I had. And I started to get a little bit sort of down. And then somebody made an offer. There were some coaches coming in. Did anybody want to work with one? And I jumped at the opportunity. And um, within four months, I'd left a job which I'd completely lost any hope of leaving. A year later, because of the impact that the coach had had on me, I decided that I was going to, uh, to follow in her footsteps and become a coach myself. And that was just over 10 years ago. And I've been coaching ever since. Wow. That's an amazing story. And just shows how much one person can influence another person's life. You know, we often as, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, we do what we do to change the world. And, and people, you know, have a bit of a giggle about that, that you can't change the world. But really, that, that one coach has had such a huge impact in your life and changing your whole, you know, everything that you do. So, I think it's really important to remember that we need to step up and be the best that we can be so that mm-hmm. we could possibly have that impact in someone else's life. And and now that's what you're doing. That's so amazing. Totally. I was, I was absolutely inspired by the work that we did together. And we only worked together for about uh, three months. But what uh, the, the coach did, who's still a friend of mine, Jane, 
she really helped me to to rebuild my self confidence and my the, the the belief you know the self belief that I could create whatever I wanted. I changed jobs shortly afterwards, as I said, and then I trained trained as a coach. But I now I was sort of I guess I was geared up to to greater things, and I couldn't wait to to jump ship and start my own business as a coach. I really didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just that was the passion, that was the drive, that's what I wanted to do. So in effect, you know, Jane, our conversations all those years ago had an impact on me, and I've had an impact on my clients. And so you know, this is this like the, the drop in the in the pond. It starts to have that ripple effect, and uh, it can start to have or continue to have impact for years. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So you're saying that you're a coach, but you don't call yourself a coach, which uh, which I love. So can you share with us what's your business and who do you serve right now? So I like to work with people who want to make a difference in the world. So these are often people who have already achieved a degree of success in their life. Um, they know what it takes in order to create a successful business or to to be an entrepreneur, but they've got to that point in their career that they're perhaps feeling a bit jaded. They're feeling that there could be more to life. And what I help them do is to really to, to lift up their, their vision and to create um, a sense of, of what impact they could have in the world. If they really, really stepped up and used their skills and resources to their fullest, you know, what would they be capable of creating? And once I get people really connected with their big idea, as I like to call it, then we work in, in partnership for a year often. In, in delivering that, that goal, that vision. And I love the impact of the work that I have because I see people who are rather similar to me in a sense, people who are very, very competent, very driven, but have perhaps lost a sen their sense of uh, adventure. I said that their eyes glaze over when I say I'm a coach, but if I can find a way of, of helping them to connect with whatever it is that's in their heart, then it can, it can have that beautiful impact that we've just talked about and they can really start to make a change in the world. So they're the kinds of people I love to connect with. They're often entrepreneurs or business owners. They're quite often people who are quite senior in companies. The reason being is because they, they have the choice to you know, make the decisions um, on how they, uh, on, on, yeah, on, on the changes that they want to make within their organizations and with their lives. Yeah. So an example might be somebody I worked with um, recently who was working for an international uh, finance company. He'd been doing it since he was at university and, and had really reached the top. He was managing 20 or so people, but he'd really lost that sense of purpose. He traveled to Ethiopia one year and just fell in love with, um, with the country. And, and he had a real strong desire to start regreening Ethiopia. This was a few years ago, but he didn't know how to, how to leave, how to move on because he had a, you know, a wife, a mortgage. He'd got two children. Um, they were in private school. So there's all, the, all the sort of the trappings of his life that he'd managed to create were, were holding him, I guess, blocked. Um, he couldn't see a way forward. And, and what we were able to do was to help him to connect with how he could provide an income for his family and follow his heart. So they're the kinds of people that I love to work with. Mm, that's amazing. While you were talking about that and the story of, of that person that you worked with, it brought up how many people that I meet that say, oh, you know, it's okay for you to be doing what you're doing, but, you know, I've got children, I've got a mortgage, I've got personal loans, I can't leave my job. What, what are some tips or some different ways of thinking or what is a message that you'd like to give to those people right now? Well, it, it's, it's funny because when I started my own business, I had all of those things. You know, I was married, I had a, a young daughter, I had a mortgage. I had a secure job. 
and I really couldn't see a way of, of moving out of, of, the, of the, you know, those circumstances. But what, what really helped me was to get focused on what it is that I wanted to create. So I guess I'm talking about uh, creating a, a, a compelling vision. Mm-hmm. Start to believe in something that was greater than me. You know, that's a phrase I often hear. But once, once you begin to understand that if, if you don't just base your life around what's important to you and the people immediately around you, but to think about what impact do I really want to have? What's my purpose for being here? What's the legacy I want to leave my children? If you start to start to think in those terms and start to connect with that, with that vision, it starts to create an energy, a momentum, which enables people to start moving forward. They don't need to know the pathway from here to there. They just really need to know where, where there is. Um, and then start taking the, the tiniest steps, just looking for opportunities looking for, for conversations they can have with people. It doesn't, it doesn't require you to take you know, one great step to your vision. It's really about just getting started. So I just encourage people to really connect with what's in their hearts, what drives them, what's important, what's needed in the world, and start to focus on something which is greater than themselves. Mm, that's brilliant advice. If you know where you're going, you don't need to be there tomorrow. You just need to start putting the little steps in place and know that you're totally. heading in that direction. That's awesome. Mm, totally. So you were in a job that you didn't like and you met the amazing Jane. <laughs> once you just, once you've got to the point where you knew that you wanted to leave and you started working with Jane, can you tell us on the journey? I mean, that would have been a huge decision to, you know, decide that you were going to leave this job with your family and you know, your daughter and, and your wife, ha- what did you have to work through to decide this is what I'm doing? I'm going to leave my job and, and I'm going to put myself out there. Can you take us mm. on the journey? Yeah, I mean, it, it's going back a few years, but what I remember particularly was, was, was the fear. And I think the fear was based around the fact that I didn't have a blueprint of how I could live differently. So what I mean by that is I knew how to live the life that I had, but I didn't know how to live a different life. And so I, I didn't really have the the experience or knowledge of what that could look like, and that was it was quite scary, you know, a lot of kind of anxiety and sleepless nights. And I guess that's that's why the the, the benefit of working with someone like Jane was that Jane was able to to let me process that, to give me confidence that I could create the the career that I wanted to create. But I remember it, you know, I remember it being really quite scary initially. So how did I, you know, how did I, how did I move from being, <laughs> from being fearful into creating a successful business? Yeah. <laughs> I just, just, just one step at a time, accepting that fear was a part of this. You know, I often use the phrase, you take the fear with you. People, you know, if people have to or decide to wait for fear to pass before they act, then they never get around to acting. <sighs> so for me, it's really about having, having courage. It's having a clear sense of what it is that you want to do having a a clear sense of purpose and and asking for help. I think that's what's really important also. I mean, people, in my experience, entrepreneurs, coaches, they're always so willing to share their experience, their expertise, their networks, their knowledge. And I think that what people often do is they make the mistake of not asking for help. They believe they've got to do it all all by themselves. So that that would be a definite uh, piece of advice is, you know, look around to, to find people who are doing what you want to do, find out what they did, you know, help to develop a blueprint by borrowing theirs. Yeah, yeah. I would love to tap in a little bit to something that you were talking about then where you said, you know, you need to have the courage to move forward. 
What I see a lot, and you know, we see in the Facebook highlight reels, the beautiful colored images of, you know, be courageous and, and, you know, step forward in your courage. But I believe that uh, the courage doesn't sit by itself, that you're, to be courageous, you still have the fear within you. And I think that there's a misconception that people wait for the, wait for the fear to dissipate because they think then they'll get the courage. But do, do you believe that they sit side, side by side and, and when you were moving forward in the courage, you still had the fear at the same time? Totally. And, and you know, to me, courage and confidence are, are very closely related. And people often think that what holds them back is a lack of confidence. And if they were just more confident, then they'd be able to step forward. And in my experience, confidence is something that comes through taking courageous action. It's not the other way around. So we gain confidence by taking risks, by stepping outside what feels comfortable. And that, to me, is how we start to develop the, the confidence and the courage um, to, ta- to start taking the steps towards the things that we really feel are important, the lives that we want to create for ourselves, that, that beating heart that we want to connect with. And that's why I said it's so important to, to connect with something which you believe is greater than yourself, because that will help you get through some of the, the tougher times. Mm. Because we're always, you know, when we're stepping up, we're always getting to a boundary edge and we have to push through it. You, one day you don't just wake up and, and you're there, you've arrived. You know, if you're always growing and you're always, you know, achieving new things, you're going to be hitting that boundary edge often. Mm, so it's about totally. mo- getting the courage to move through the boundary edge. You know, you're in the unknown, you do your thing, you get confident again, and then it's time to reach the next boundary edge. Yeah, totally. In, 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 as, as you said a little bit, a little while ago, it's not about doing it in one great step. Start breaking it down into things that feel manageable. Do it. Start taking steps which are easy. That's to me is a great way of overcoming fear. Is not is not trying to take the great fearful step, but just look at the simple things. Who can I have a conversation with? Who can I ask for help here? What would be one action that I could take today which would take me to, towards my my vision? And I think that also helps us deal with fear because fear is sometimes related also to overwhelm. And when we, we can get overwhelmed by thinking it's just, just so massive. So I always say to people, dream as big as you possibly can and then take the tiniest steps. That's uh, really, really awesome that you just said that because I was having a conversation with one of my current clients um, just earlier in the week. And I was asking her, you know, how she originally found me. And she was saying, oh, I was listening to your podcast. And I had you up on this pedestal that you were this amazing woman. And she said, I thought you were untouchable. And then she said, I reached out and you were just so friendly and, and mm. you know, just a normal person. So I would recommend that anyone that's listening, if there's someone that you feel that you would like to reach out to, someone that you'd like to ask for help to help you get one step closer to whatever that passion is, that dream, that vision, then today I encourage you to reach out to that person because I've actually never, I always say never, it's very rare that I will find someone that is not willing to have a conversation. You know, I think that generally the world is a much better place than, you know, the media and and people talk about. I've not found that myself. I found that people are mostly willing to help. Yeah, to me, you know, I think that people are programmed to help and support other people. That seems to be the, the kind of automatic response. If you ask, if you can find the courage again to ask, People will give you what it is that they're they're asking for. People are so generous with their time and their resources, particularly when you're just starting out. 
you know, as entrepreneurs, we all want to see other people succeeding. And so I completely agree with you. You know, just 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 ask, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll be always surprised. And it's not just about asking the people you know and the people you will have a relationship with. Reach out, reach out to someone who inspires you, and just ask them. Just just ask them if they could, if you can have a conversation, just to understand their journey a little better. Mm, totally. So it was about ten years ago, was it, that you stepped out into the coaching world? Yes, yeah, so I'm now in my eleventh year as a coach. Yes. Oh, congratulations! So at that time, how important was it for you to build your personal brand? So how it, how it worked for me when I first started coaching. I was very kind of new to the to the field. Obviously, I up until that point in time, I'd been working in the in the um, public sector, and now I was stepping out as an entrepreneur and going to be dealing with. This was what was really interesting for me is that the, the realization that people weren't going to walk through my door because I no longer worked for a company. You know, I was going to have to find a way of attracting people, of connecting with people, and finding a way of of, of drawing them to me rather than them just you know just 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 walking through the door. And that really comes down to, to I think, the, the reputation that you start to build for yourself. To me, the, the way that I did that was making sure that I always did a, a really good job. You, know, you can't always be the perfect coach for everybody, but you can always be careful about how you turn up, be trustworthy, keep your word. If you say you're going to be somewhere at a particular time, make sure that you're there. All of these things are the way that we start to create a, a reputation of, of someone who's easy to work with, a pleasure to work with, is always, you know, will always be there when they say they'll be there, always prepared. So all of those things that you can control, I think, are really, really important. I also, when I first started coaching, was I made sure that I got accredited. I made sure that I got qualifications and accreditations because that gave me the confidence to say, yes, I'm a, an accredited coach. I'm somebody who's studied. I'm somebody who's taking this seriously. This is a profession and something that I value. And I think that this, all of this was a way that I built my own confidence and credibility as the coach because I had, I had none to, to base it on. I had to build all of that from scratch. And the way I did that was just looking for people to serve. And funnily enough, that's what I still do 10 or 11 years into my career. What I do is I'm always coaching people whenever I get the opportunity. If anybody wants to reach out and ask me for a coaching conversation, you know, providing they're serious and want to make the commitment, I still, that's how I still develop my brand is by offering uh, to serve people deeply so that they have an experience of, of uh, the impact of the work that we could potentially do together. I never talk about working with people in the first conversation. It's always something we build up to because, as I said before, we're building a relationship. This is something that potentially could last for a year or, or longer. Mm. So again, that's a real part for me of, of building a brand is just getting, getting your service out there, letting people try it, experience you, see, see the, the value that you add. Because without uh, you know, a, a series of, of testimonials and a track record, you've got to start building it from somewhere. So to me, that, that's how I see personal brand is I, I want to be seen as somebody who is in integrity, authentic and lives by my values. And so I do that in everything that I do, not simply at work, you know, how I, how I relate with my wife, my daughter, my friends. It's all, it's all very intentional. I don't mean that it's forced. It's just who I've become. So it's not, um, I don't step into being a coach. I live as a coach. My life is, is focused around personal development. And to me, these are all really important points because when people meet me, they're not questioning my level of knowledge because they can just feel, mm. I guess, they, they, just, they just know that I'm somebody who's doing this professionally. 
I live it and breathe it. And that to me, again, is about how we develop a, a brand is just take what you've chosen to do as a profession seriously, really embrace it, particularly if, if you're an entrepreneur who, who is often just you know, a, a one person band is working for themselves. So important that when people experience you, they know that you're somebody they can trust. They like doing business with. It's easy to work with you. It's professional and you deliver a high quality service. Mm. And I love that, uh, that you've touched on that trust so much and so deeply. Uh, and you talked about adding value and getting to know people and building relationships because you, you can't help everyone. Sometimes you're not the perfect fit for someone. And in actual fact, by getting to know them and, and thinking, well, you know, maybe we're not the best people to work with. I think that's, that's full integrity of not trying to help everyone. Mm-hmm. I was having a chat to someone that, uh, had put out a Facebook post in the week and it really touched my heart. You know, she was having a bad day. She wasn't having a win. She was just, you know, just straight out mm-hmm. saying, I'm having a bad day. And I reached out and I just felt like she needed to chat. And we got on a call yesterday and we had a chat and I just said, I'd, you know, I'd fully heard her and just felt that she needed to get it off her chest. And she just mm-hmm. said, thank you so much. She said all of the other people in that thread, and there was about 25 comments, they all wanted to coach her or do totally. her, or sell her a program. She said, you were the only person that reached out. I just needed to be heard. And we had a beautiful conversation. And I think that's a really important part that you've touched on there is we need to come from a place of service and the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I concur. And today I had a conversation with someone who's in their first year as a coach. She's somebody who was introduced to me by a mutual friend. Um, I run an apprentice for coaches who are in the first couple of years of their practice and want to you know, get really established. And she was potentially somebody who might have been interested in the program that, uh, that I'm running. But we didn't even really talk about that. It wasn't, that wasn't the purpose of us connecting. It was really just for me to, to have a conversation with her, find out the kinds of services that she offers, find out what her passion is and why she coaches and just and my offer to her is well, look you know we've made a connection now you, you know you can call on me anytime if you have any questions you want to ask if I can share any resources with you or, or introduce to anybody in my network I'd absolutely love to do that and you might say well isn't she a potential competitor I don't see the world in that way I see the world as being somewhere which is abundant and if we come at it from the right place with the right energy there's always enough for everybody and the way that I track my clients is, as you just said, is, is through that trust, that integrity, and not always trying to uh, turn everybody into a client. The first, you know, the, the first and most important thing for me is, is there a way that I can serve this person? Mm. And if there is, and I serve them deeply enough, then maybe further down the line, there might be the possibility that we have a conversation that might lead us to working together. And it's, 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 how, I, it's how I have always connected with people finding ways that I can add value. Because if I can't work with them, if they're not the right person for me, the next person they're talking to is saying, look, I'm looking for a coach. They'll say, well, I'm, I met a guy who was, who was really helpful. He was so nice and he didn't try and sell, sell me anything. His address, why don't, you, why, don't you, you know, why don't you get in touch with him and see what he can do for you? And in actual fact, I get, I get calls like that all the time. I get referrals every week from people who have had experiences like that. Which, which is great because it means that I, you know, the longer I'm in this business, the less and less marketing or networking I actually have to do. Um, people come to me now through referral or invitation. Yeah. And that's just a, a great place to be because it means I can focus on doing the things that I really love, which is serving people. Mm. Yeah, totally living in your genius zone rather than 
in your, you know, tasks that rate two or three out of ten, which not many of us, well, none of us like doing, right? <laughs> totally, yeah. And, you, you know, you ask for tips. I mean, one of the things I'd absolutely recommend anybody who's, who's newly starting a business is to get some admin, admin help. You know, we, we believe that we have to do everything. So get yourself a good accountant, a good bookkeeper, an executive assistant, someone's gonna, who, who is passionate about <laughs> paperwork and administration. So you can focus on really exercising, as you said, the, the, the zone of genius, those things that you love doing. The reason that you're setting up a business, that's what I would focus on doing. Because to create a business that a few years down the line you wish you'd never created because you're now so bogged down by it, you know, always start the business that you want to be in. Uh, and uh, it, I think that, this, again, it's about taking the courage to, to, to invest, you know, perhaps doing something which doesn't feel easy financially because you're right at the beginning and you've not got any sort of income at the moment. But these, to me, are the way that you start to create a brand. You can start to add some real value. And actually, what's really important, I think, Samantha, is you can enjoy the work that you're doing. Mm hmm well, that's why we go into this to create a life that we love. And so many people get caught up in, in the day to day bogged down and they actually start to hate what they do. But it's not that they hate what they do. It's that they don't actually get to do what they do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a great point. You know, and if you were looking for a, a coach or, or somebody to, to buy a service from, you'd much rather buy it from somebody who was joyful, who was happy, who was enjoying their work. Than someone who you know had the the impression that they don't they don't really have the time for you because they've got so many other things to do and you're just a one more thing in their list of things that they've got to uh, that they've got to tackle today and I think that you know that's another thing you owe it to your customers to be to be in your in your best form <sighs> that's the way you can deliver the best service and if you deliver the best service then they'll keep coming back. Yeah, totally. And if you're listening in and you're thinking, that's all right for Sam and Simon, but you know, I don't know how to do that. Go back and listen to episode 53 with Jeff Hunter. And he talks about how to concentrate on the 10% of your genius zone and outsource the other 90%. So, um, it's yeah. a really great episode. So there's uh, like many parts to a personal brand. You've talked about the trust and, and, um, you know, what that personal brand means to you. But what what three ways have you used to leverage the grant the, your brand so that other people could could see you for who you were? It's a it's a really good question, and I just I kind of have to kind of um, broaden the conversation a little bit because there's a part of of my business I haven't really touched on. I take leadership groups, I run programs for leaders out in Liberia in West Africa. Which means I take a group of leaders, I take them to an area of the world that they've never been to before. They probably never experienced life like the Liberians live it. And I ask them to really step up as leaders. We create an itinerary of events where we serve people. In, we run empowerment events. We work with local schools. We worked with uh, charities and not-for-profits. And looking at ways that we can, we can share our skills to empower the local people. The journey is, is twofold because it really supports the people that we are um, obviously interacting with, but it's a really incredible personal development, and I, I roll in a lot of coaching with that as well. Why I mention that is because if I talk to somebody about being a coach, I said to you before, people's eyes begin to glaze over. <laughs> but, but if I start to talk about adventures in Africa and how um, how passionate I am about supporting one of the poorest countries in the world... And then I start to talk about the leadership work that I do out there. And then I start to talk about the, the, the town that I'm working with, a, a little place called Dwen Town, 
where I'm building a school because the community have asked for that. When I talk about that, then people can become much more inspired. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I'm talking about believing in something which is greater than ourselves. And how I've managed to leverage that is that people want to talk to me because I've got great stories to tell. I've got stories about going off to Africa, meeting with a young girl who I support through school, who I help set up a business. She now runs a market stall. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm helping to build a, a, a school out there. People want to know about how I got involved in that and, that, and how that uh, and, and how that helps me to express more of who I am. And I get to uh, I get to speak on stage and I get to do podcasts because people are really interested in the messages that I've got to share. And I, and so your question is so what three ways? To me, it's, it's do what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And talk with, with knowledge and passion about the things that really light you up. And it's irresistible. People are really drawn to people who are energized. And I believe we get energized by doing the things that we're passionate about. That so that's so... not three ways, but, it, yeah. but it's something that's really, really important to me that, 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 uh, you know, that I want to really emphasize. And I'm not saying you have to go off to Africa. It might be not. It might not be what's uh, you know what speaks to you. But look around your neighbourhood. Look at look at people. Ask the question: How could the people around here? How could their lives be transformed? What simple steps could be taken that would really change the lives of the people that I that I see every day? The homeless person that I've just walked by. What would it be like to connect with them and find a way that I could support them? You know, a local school, but just finding something that really lights you up. Because once you're lit up, people find you irresistible. Mm, so, so well articulated. And, and what I love about that is we do very often get caught up with, oh, you know, that super amazing, inspiring person over there, they do, you know, this, this Facebook Live thing with a certain, you know, process. Let's do that because that's what works for them. Or we're going to copy what that person does over there because that's made them successful. But what you're saying is when you do what is naturally in you, it's so much easier and that's when you light up. It's not forced then. So I love the way that you put that. And, you know, one of my mentors, Taki Moore, often said to us, you know, we, we need to be getting content out into the world. He's not saying, mm. you know, we do. He's like, but do you write better? Do you speak mm. better? Are you better on video? Like, do mm. that thing. You know, you don't have to do it all. If it doesn't come naturally, don't do it. Mm. Mm, totally, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I love writing, but I'm not somebody who naturally is a prolific writer. So when we talk about getting stuff out there, so what I what I found is that if I am a guest on people's podcasts, you know, it sounds like, but it's just a great way of me sharing my message. Mm. Um, and you know, I, I believe, and people make their own judgment, but I believe that I speak eloquently. I've, I've got a good voice for radio. I've got a good face for radio. Um, <laughs> you know, and you know, I think that, that this is something that I that I really love, love doing. I get to speak to really interesting people. But it's easy for me because I don't have to do the editing afterwards. I don't have to. I don't have to create my own audience. You know, it's really interesting to notice that that people very rarely come to me through my website. So I don't give a great deal of, of time and effort over to my website because it's not something that I use to attract people. How I draw people to me is by connecting with people. And I know mean, literally, if I go and buy a cup of coffee. I want to know the, the, a little bit about the person who served me, because if I can find out about them, then it starts to open a whole new world. And how many people do they know? Mm-hmm. 
And then all of a sudden you're in, you know, you're into, into a whole new network of people and all you're doing is being interested and curious. And I did mean, and I come from a, a genuine place of curiosity. It's one of my values. It's what led me to going to Liberia in the first place was just to sort of to, to go and explore and to find out what was out there. <sighs> so, you know, it, you're absolutely right. Do the things that you enjoy doing most. And I, I'm, you know, don't waste time on building a website if that isn't how you're going to draw people towards you. You know, and, and some people, and I certainly know this from experience, you know, when I've got my website right, when I've got my business cards right, when I know what, it, what my offer is, when I can articulate my or do my elevator pitch, then I can start attracting people to work with. Mm. What I say is start providing value now in some way. Just give people an experience of you and what it is that you're that you're feeling, you know, you're feeling blessed to offer. You know, that's the, the thing. Do something that really excites you and then just talk about it. Mm, mm, totally, totally. It's funny, when I first met my partner, he came from a, a very in-the-box corporate job and he met me and I'm so not in-the-box corporate. And he said, you know, I remember we'd only been dating for about a month and he said, I have never met anyone that can hear someone's life story and have someone in tears on their shoulder and giving them big hugs and thank yous within an hour of meeting them. And totally. I said, how can you not? People have got the most amazing stories and they love yeah. to share them. So, yeah, yeah I love that. that you know, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, once people start to share their stories, then you, 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 you can begin to understand where their needs are. And if you can start to understand where their needs are, you can look at perhaps ways that you can serve and help them to meet those needs. And to me, that, that is what I, what I mean about providing service. It's not always about who can I sell my product to, it's but who can I serve with what I know, what I can offer, the skills and the expertise and, the, and the, perhaps the products or the services that I have. And how can this elevate the person in front of me? And I don't expect anything in return because I just know, I trust that if I, if I provide enough service, have enough value to enough people, my business will take care of itself. Mm, totally. Simon, for people that are listening to us having a chat now and resonating, you know, with what we're talking about, how can they reach out and connect with you? So I have a website, which is simoncrow.com. And on there, there's a tab which um, people can click on and, and uh, connect with me. All my contact details are there. I also have another website called The Big Idea. It's thebigidea.space. Um, and on there, it talks about a lot of my work and the leadership programs that I'm doing out uh, in Liberia. It gives a sort of flavor of the work we do there, the sort of impact that we're having. And so if people feel inspired to contact me um, to talk about their vision, how they want the, the business they'd like to grow or the, or the project that they'd like to launch. And they'd love to have somebody alongside them who can support them, certainly when they're going through those difficult early stages, then contact me and we'll have a conversation. And I'm really, again, I'm all about service. And if I can find a way I can serve you, let's have a conversation. Or if, if you're more interested in your, developing your leadership capabilities, then, then contact me through the, the big idea. Let's talk about leadership in Liberia. I'm going out to Liberia in a few in a few months. I'd love to take some people with me. Wonderful. So we've chatted about a ton of stuff today. You've offered so much value, Simon. But just to wrap it up, if there's one message that people can get from everything that we've talked about, what do you think that is? What's the one message that I would that I'd like to share with people? Simply follow your heart and have the courage to do the things that most light you up. 
And I think that the reason I offer that is because there's so many people doing things that don't, they're not passionate about. And what I'd really encourage people to do is to find out the things that they're really, really passionate about, even if it's not something that they believe they can make money at, money at doing. If it's a genuine passion, then there's, there's always a way of creating a business or a way forward by following the things that, that make us make our eyes shine, make our hearts sing. Mm, mm, beautiful. Simon, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today, uh, and I look forward to staying connected to you or with you in the future. Wonderful, Sam. Thank you very much. The biggest benefit from having your own business is freedom, the freedom to work when you choose, to create the income you want and to create your perfect life. The reality is it's not always easy though, so it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Join us in my free Facebook community at the Freedom Fast Track and surround yourself with a network of business owners and entrepreneurs who are out there walking their talk just like you. The Freedom Fast Track, because it's time to take your business and life to a whole new level. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.